Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. From KQED in San Francisco, I'm Ariana Prail in for Alexis Madrigal. This year, Bay Area artists put out a lot of new, good music spanning genre, style, and subject matter, proving that our region remains a hotbed of musical talent. Artists like Chicana songstress La Doña, rapper and producer Afterthought, and the band B. Hamilton, whose song I Bought a Lottery Ticket you're hearing now. They're just a few of the artists on the list of the best Bay Area music of 2023, published by the KQED Arts and Culture team. This hour, we'll talk with some of the writers who put that list together about their favorite albums, and we'll bring you a special live musical performance. That's next, after this news. Welcome to Forum. I'm Ariana Prail in for Alexis Madrigal. It's been another banner year for Bay Area music. So this hour, we're talking about it and, of course, listening to some of it. Among this year's exciting new music is the album Communal Healing, a luxurious blend of hip-hop, jazz, funk, and R&B from San Francisco rapper-producer Afterthought, who's live in studio with us now. So without further ado, here to set the mood is Afterthought performing the song Fly Away. Yeah, I've been on the run for a while now I hate that showing love is not in style now I've been on 10, I need to power down A lot of what I thought was sweet and sour Now reality sinks in, it's never what you hope for Partners living life that's what I cope for, I wanna be all in, afraid that I fail I've been moving mountains, that's a dangerous trail My folks quit music, still uses some scales The system built against us, one is dead or in jail You gotta be sharp if you wanna see notes I see music sitting there, and that I see hope Dark roads, they got twists and they turns It's not safe, need escape, that's an instant yearn Until I kiss the earth, embrace the ground I'ma hug the sky, live my life in the clouds I'ma fly i 
That was Afterthought with his song Fly Away off the album Communal Healing, joined by Dez on keyboards and Sunday on vocals. We'll hear more from him both musically and in conversation a little later. Thank you so much. And joining us now is Nastia Voinovskaya, Associate Editor for KQED Arts. Welcome, Nastia. Hi, Ariana. Thanks for having me. We also have Pendarvis, Penn Harshaw, columnist for KQED Arts and host of KQED's Right Nowish podcast. Hey, Penn. Hey, top of the morning. <laughs> and we also have Alan Cesaro, arts and food reporter for KQED, also a poet and educator. Hey, Alan. Hey, buenos dias. All right. So what a way to kick things off, right? So, Nastia, um, what stood out to you about Bay Area music this year? And I know that felt kind of special and noteworthy. Yeah, let me gather my thoughts because that took my breath away. Yeah. So beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, so this year, you know, we had some of these nation uniting big banner pop culture moments like the Renaissance and era tours and movies. Um, so a lot of the focus was what's going on in the pop music pantheon. But if you kind of dug a layer deeper and just looked at the local scene, at the grassroots level, there were so many exciting things going on. You know, we saw collaborations, um, allowing artists to cross genres or unite their cities. Um, we saw veterans deepening their crafts and newcomers getting recognition for the first time. Um, artists reaching new heights of their technical abilities. Um, and then Bay Area artists um, breaking through nationally, internationally, making political statements, and also providing opportunities to grieve and heal. Um, mm. So it just makes me really proud to live here and be part of this community. And you wrote about Afterthought for KQED's list. How does he exemplify the best of Bay Area artists in your eyes? I mean, we got to just hear some of it, but would love to hear some of what stood out to you. Oh, in so many ways. Um, Yeah, not only was Communal Healing a beautiful album, but um, Afterthought also executive produced um, another great project. It was the Rent Check album um, that accompanied Mike Evans Jr.'s comedic web series. Um, They're both part of this big collective, um, Family Not a Group, um, that is really making a, a statement about how San Francisco artists are still here and making an impact. I think in the creative scene, um, we often hear this narrative that uh, all the artists have been pushed out or everything cool has been gentrified out of San Francisco. And then like this year, we saw this big groundswell of San Francisco artists um, making their presence known. And I think um, Afterthought's been a huge catalyst of that. Like um, I knew that just from hearing his work, but even interviewing him a couple months ago um, at his family's home in the Fillmore, um, I also saw, you know, he provides like a physical space for all these artists to gather and innovate. And I just really love that. And and also the vulnerability, you know, there's just um, so much darkness in the world right now. And I think it's it takes a lot of bravery to be sincere um, and, and to to provide um, healing for people through music. Mm-hmm. And Pendarvis, this year, the KQED Arts team took on a huge project called That's My Word, documenting the history of Bay Area hip hop. Um, but I want to talk to you about the present and future um, that and how that's looking based on this year's releases. Um, what would you say is is the outlook? Yeah, It's been fun watching individual artists like ascend constantly uh, and driving in today. I was thinking about some of the artists that I've been following someone like Tia No More and what she's done in film or in, even Anissa Strings is about, about to release her own EP and, you know, watching what she's done on social media. I recently wrote about uh, DJ Fresh and DJ Fresh has been doing his thing for nearly two, 
two decades in terms of putting out this series called The Tonight Show. And this year he released an album which features not only local artists, but artists from all around the nation, which really shows that he's tapped in. His resume is extensive and really one of the f more fun aspects of the project is listening to it without li looking at the features and just listening to who comes up next. And yeah, hearing verses from the Russell uh, E-40, uh, the verse from Jay Stylin where he raps about his love of the locks the rap group from the East Coast. It was just fascinating. Yeah. We actually have a bit of DJ Fresh featuring La Russell. What's that all about? Let's let's hear it. Fresh DJ Fresh. Yes. Good evening. Good morning. Good night. <laughs> yeah. This is the Tonight Show. Brought to you by DJ Fresh and myself. Hey. Another round, huh? What's that about? On the podcast with my name in a mouth, huh? What's that about? So that was DJ Fresh featuring La Russell. What's that all about? Just a little taste, you know. We there's not a clean version for that one, so we just got to give a little <laughs> taste there. Um, and Alan Chazar, I want to bring you in. So for you, it was rapper Eleven Hundred himself um, was one that got you um, really excited. What what's he bringing to the table? Yeah, just to kind of piggyback real quickly off Penn, uh, I think this year with the 50th year of hip hop anniversary worldwide kind of brought a lot of attention to rappers. Um, and one of the big topics this year was sort of, are you know, are, are artists that are aging capable of still putting out their bars like like they have in the past? So that was kind of a big overarching thing. Um, that being said, you know, I'm looking at the new, the future. Um, and Levin Durant really stood out to me, the album by 1100 himself. He's an East Oakland rapper. Um, he's just very non-linear, kind of this paradoxical, free-flowing stream of consciousness rapper who talks a lot about, you know, street stuff, um, but also about playing Xbox online and watching anime and then having a friend come out of jail all on the same day while he's riding around his car um, in his neighborhood. So it felt very mundane. And just sort of this um, aimless redundancy of modern life that I think he did in a very effortless style. Um, one of my favorite lines on one of his songs is, I was trying to do that one thing that one time. And I'm like, that's pretty revolutionary for a rapper <laughs> to be that sort of nonchalant, really. Um, and what I also like about it is that he layers this sonic sort of aggressive lo-fi um instrumental landscape beneath it which is not super common for this sort of you know street drill rap um so i just found it to be very outside of the box which i think is pretty typical of barrier rappers to do nice and so we don't we don't have a snippet of that again could get a clean version but know that all <laughs> a lot of the songs that we're mentioning there is a spotify playlist that kqed arts put together that features a lot of all the artists that that we'll be talking about so look out for that on on socials and at kqdarts.org i mean yeah kqed.org slash arts and nastia we're heading into the break soon but a group that stood out to you is ag club tell us tell us what's what's going on with them Yes. Um, yeah, I love AG Club because they brought this really young, kind of chaotic, carefree energy to rap in a year. You know, like my colleagues said, we've been looking back a lot. Um, and yeah, the 
The excitement they have in their music just reminded me of how I felt first listening to The Pack or Odd Future, this kind of frenetic collective energy. Um, they're a duo uh, from the outer East Bay suburbs of um, of Oakley and Antioch, I believe. And they kind of shot up to national fame this year. I think they surprised everyone by performing at Coachella and Camp Flogna. So I'm really excited to hear where they go next. Nice. Well, we're talking about the best local music from 2023 with Nastia Wojnowska, associate editor with KQED Arts, Pendarvis Penn Harshaw, columnist for KQED Arts and host of KQED's Right Nowish podcast. Also, Alan Cesaro, arts and food reporter for KQED, also a poet and educator. We also have Afterthought in the building playing live. We'll hear more of that later. And we are going to go into the break hearing a bit of AG Club's Cash Day. And also let us know what your favorite Bay Area album or song from 2023 was, how you find and support local artists. Maybe you saw an awesome live show from a local artist this year. Give us a call now, 866-733-6786. That's 866-733-6786. Email your comments and questions to forum at kqed.org or find us on our digital community on Discord. Go to kqed.org slash forum to sign up. I'm Ariana Prail in for Alexis Madrigal. More forum and music after the break. I hope you have a very cash day. 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 I hope you had a day that you deserve. I don't put that on. That's my word. I'm so cash in that big body merc. Don't ask him how he feel about the game, buddy perp. I just flip the hoop with a hoop. Hope it hurt. He used to hate, now his beanies on his shirt. My mama want me coming home. Gotta go to work. When I'm putting pen to paper, I be doing it for her. As a jit, I was a hard-headed, sneaky mother. Sometimes soft-spoken, but never a fade ducker. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. Time to get up out and get it Baby snooze once anymore and I'll regret it Handle all my business, get my coffee and my breakfast Have my bag already packed, so now I'm headed for the exit Welcome back to Forum. I'm Ariana Prail in for Alexis Madrigal, and we're talking about the best Bay Area music of 2023. I'm joined by Nastia Wojnowskaya, associate editor for KQED Arts, Pandarvis Harshaw, columnist for KQED Arts and host of KQED's Right Nowish podcast, Alan Cesaro, arts and food editor at KQED, also a poet and educator. We also have Afterthought in the building playing some live music. Stay 
tuned for more of that a bit later. Um, and what we just heard was a bit of the song Movin' by The Strangers. We were talking before the break about some of the best Bay Area hip-hop releases. This was another one involving Oakland hip-hop artist Latif the Truth, the Truth Speaker, who went international for his sound this time around. Uh, this was one of your picks, Alan. What struck you about it? Yeah, this was a surprise pick for me because I've been listening to Latif the Truth Speaker since I was a teenager. Um, pretty well-known barrier rapper from from Latirics, uh, foundational 90s rap group. I had no idea that he was cooking up something overseas. So uh, he ended up linking up with this Parisian rapper named Leroy, who's a member of this sort of Wu-Tang-esque super group out of France named Cyan Super Crew. Uh, and then they had a producer named General Electrics, who's based in Berlin now. But he used to live in San Francisco back in the day, and he started kind of connecting with the local scene back then. Um, they're all late career artists, so they've all been doing this for decades. They sort of reached their commercial primes in the 90s and, and aughts, um, and they met decades ago while touring the world. Um, and they sort of just did this Transformers like uh, evolution and, and gathered e each other's talents and made this album. Um, it's very fun and bouncy and sort of electro poppy and carefree. Um, it's actually trilingual. So some of the verses are in English, some are in French. They have a verse in Spanish. It's very international in that sense. They have fun radio skits. It's kind of boom bappy. Um, to me, it really felt like they just didn't care about what's trending or what's topping the charts right now. They just wanted to get together as, as these sort of longtime artists and make funky music. Um, and I just really enjoyed that freeness of it. Nice. And Nasi, you noted that this was one of the themes for Bay, Bay Area artists kind of going global. Can you talk about that? And who else comes to mind in that vein? Yeah, well, so um, Latif went abroad and then we had another artist on our list, um, Sid Sriram. He um, was born in India, raised in Fremont since he was a year old. Um, and he actually became famous in India um, as a playback singer for films. So he's the one, you know, recording and singing the songs that characters then lip sync on screen. Mm. Um, yeah, so he's actually a bit of a celebrity in India, but he um, he released this gorgeous English language album, Sid Siddharth, that um, draws from not only his um, background studying Carnotic music, which is a devotional type of music from South India, um, and then also his love for soul and R&B. So it's this really, really gorgeous kind of art pop project. Um, and uh, he actually was on Forum earlier this year, and I definitely recommend um, looking up the episode if you didn't catch it live, because it was just so gorgeous, not only hearing him perf perform live, but having listeners call in and, and share just how his music got them through really dark times of losing loved ones and mm -hmm. things like that. And yeah, yeah he, he really does have this magical quality to mm -hmm. his voice. Well, we have a bit of that magic to listen to right now. Here's a bit of Sid Shriram's Blue Spaces. Sounds like good advice 
us a bit of Sitchiram's Blue Spaces. And Nastia, this, you had mentioned earlier too that this was also a big year for San Francisco artists in particular who really made their mark. Um, what did that look and sound like? Um, so we saw a uh, rapper Larry June get a big mainstream breakthrough with his album with the Alchemist, The Great Escape, um, which is on our list. Um, and then yeah, La, La Doña, uh, Candy Clout, yeah, her her gorgeous EP um, that that really kind of showed her uh, fusing sounds from all over Latin America, including salsa, cumbia, and even hyphy to to come out with this very um, very eclectic and very Bay Area sound, and also some commentary, some anti capitalist commentary. Nice. Well, let's hear a little bit of La Doña's "Can't Eat Clout." That's a bit of La Doña singing Can't Eat Clout, Mission Born, and Bread Songstress. And you had, so we also mentioned Larry June. We'll hear from a bit of his song in a moment. But Penn, I'd love to get your thoughts because you wrote about um, his album this year. What was, tell us about his project. Oh, actually, Dario McCarty. Oh, sorry. It. No, it's sorry. okay. It's all right. But I we're love all Larry though. June fans. Yeah. Yeah, 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 we're all Larry June fans. But as the stand in, <laughs> yes, for that, then um, can you, yeah, tell us about Larry June's project. I think it falls in line with that conversation around ascension, the ascension of artists, and seeing Larry June working with somebody like Alchemist, the Alchemist. The Alchemist has been like, a factor in the game for again over like almost 30 years when I think of his work and how long I've been listening to his music so hearing them two together to produce a project that is quality it's very 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 much so ingrained in San Francisco and it's something that can speak to national uh the national appeal so yeah I think that um he's he's really holding the flag for the city Okay, so we'll listen to a track, and then I want to, because there's a little bit of a conversation that I think that's kind of, they didn't intentionally have a conversation, Larry June and La Doña, but kind of some of the themes that are coming out of their music are bringing something interesting. So let's hear a little bit of Larry June's Turkish Cotton, and then we'll talk some more about it. Yeah. Then it's 9-11, been the corner, I'm on Hay Street, coppin' a windbreaker, details, spent 500 for the sun shaker, Las Vegas, at the crap table, bedding been taken, courtside, mackin' on the M.I. Invisalign, so many whips, I cannot decide, check it out, do a couple numbers in the morning, then I'm smashing out, having more money than we having clout, what's the drop, keep it going, street saying I'm the coldest out, press a little button, it'll park yourself, add me up, got a couple hustles on the that's Larry June and the song Turkish Cotton. Um, we're going to talk about it in a sec, but just want to remind listeners, 
you can chime in with your favorite Bay Area album or song from 2023. How are you finding and supporting local artists? Did you go to any awesome live shows by local artists this year? Tell us about them at 866-733-6786. That's 866-733-6786. You can email your comments and questions to forum at kqed.org or find us on our digital community on Discord. Go to kqed.org slash forum to sign up. So, Nastia, give us some thoughts about this conversation. Then, Penn, I'd love to hear um, your your thoughts as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, so putting this list together, listening to the two records side by side, I-, I couldn't help but think about, you know, like these two artists, totally different attitudes towards capitalism and wealth, like La Doña's Candy Cow. Um the, the title itself sort of um, calls to mind, you know, the how the music industry tries to pay artists an exposure. Um, and then even in at her shows, um, she's been quite vocal, you know, about the inequities and, and that we have in society. And that it's been awesome to see her rise, you know, selling out venues like the Fillmore and that she's been able to still maintain that that level of political speech. Um, and then Larry June, you have a totally different reaction, you know, to, um, I guess, the the structures of power in society. Um, he does have uh, this sort of um, rags to riches background story that he alludes to in his music, but a lot of the music is um, kind of taking you into these upper echelons of society where he's rapping about, you know, like exclusive properties and qu- commercial real estate deals and things like that. So I just thought that was a really interesting contrast. And um, also on the topic of San Francisco artists, I know Lil Kayla was another one that that made the list. Um, is that someone that you'd be able I know Gabe Moline, a senior editor, wrote about her, but... Penn, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, talk about San Francisco not being a monolith, right? Like, another version of San Francisco is shown through Lil' Kayla's work. And there's one thing to listen to her music. It's another thing to see her in performance. So seeing her in performance, it was actually 2022 when I saw her in performance. And the crew that I, that supports her, young women, long eyelashes, phone in hand, up front, screaming their heads off, really enjoying it. And a lot of samples from... Uh, late 90s, early 2000s music. It really shows that this is the next iteration of what we grew up with. Um, and, and so, yeah, I love seeing Lil' Kayla's movement. Yeah, and she is someone who's been on the rise for a while. So I loved her project this year, Who is Lil' Kayla? It was more of a definitive statement because she, for so long, you know, she's had these one-off singles that, that have been really hot. But the, this project was a cohesive statement. All right, let's go to a caller. Ryan in San Francisco, you're on. Hey, uh, thanks for having me on. I, I really wanted to shout out an artist um, in Oakland named Steven Steinbrink, who's um, on tour right now, but um, I've seen a couple times in, uh, in the city in the, and in the Bay, who's so good, lovely songwriting, thoughtful. Um, what, sort, what style of music? music? It's definitely like indie rock pop, but it's infused with like experimental kind of ambient music, um, but excellent songwriting and uh, just captivating live shows. Nice. Thanks for shouting that one out, Ryan. All right. And so also, you know, another big theme, I think that's always just happening with music is experimentation, right? Artists experimenting with new subject matter, new musical styles. Um, and that's always worth talking about. So I know one artist um, that stood out in that vein was Salami Rose Joe Lewis out of Oakland, who kind of went a little sci-fi um, with their sound this time. Uh, Nastia, can you talk about that a bit? 
Oh, yeah. Um, well, so she's been sci-fi. It's really amazing because Salami Rose Joe Lewis has sort of created this cinematic universe through her music. Um, and yeah, she she signed to Brain Feeder Flying Lotus's label. Um, and so her album, um, Akusmatikoi, um, which is a Greek word that I guess means a sound uh, where that you hear and don't know the origin, um, it tells this story, so uh, I'll just give a brief summary. So Earthlings have had their heads and their hands turned into screens and are trapped in a f- video feedback loop. Um, I don't know if that sounds familiar at all. But um, <laughs> um, but so there's this uh, interdimensional being trying to control that feedback loop so that plants and nature can take over the Earth again. Um, and then Akusmatikoi is his former lover that, that comes and kind of starts questioning the ethics of his plants. So the album... Um, it's very kind of like jazzy art pop, um, and in the lyrics, it's almost uh, this story plays out in an almost operatic way. Interesting. All right. Well, let's hear what all of that sounds like. Here is Salami Rose Joe Lewis Akusmatikoi. <laughs> That's a bit of the song Akusmatikoi by Salami Rose Joe Lewis, who I'm told is a part of the collective Smart Bomb, which another local artist, Overcast, is a part of. And Alan, there was kind of a breakthrough moment for for Overcast this year. Can you tell us about him, kind of the music he's um, been making and then also kind of the, the moment that he had this year? Oh, yeah, I love Overcast. Shout out Overcast and... Really, his collective of East Oakland um, friends, really, and, and artists, Michael Sneed, um, Dimaggier, uh, Nimsons. There's a few dudes making making waves out there. Um, uh, so Overcast, he's a very, as his name suggests, kind of makes Cloudy Day. Uh, what's called sort of introspective rap is what the critics have called it, the music critics. Um, but he's a very humble, very reserved young man. Um, and he... So surprisingly dropped a collaboration with Drake, um, who literally everybody knows Drake. Doesn't matter uh, what age you are, what genre you listen to. Uh, so Overcast produced two of his songs on Drake's latest uh, release, which is a pretty monumental for a barrier producer, especially one like Overcast, who really kind of moves in the subterranean layer of the local music scene. For So for him to have this sort of international splash was super dope to see and i saw a lot of bay area artists and producers were just giving them his due props so love to see it nice 
And we have a couple comments coming in. Noel on Discord writes, Aki Kumar and India Blues Fusion. He lives in San Jose and is a former tech worker. Um, and another listener writes, I love La Donia and have loved seeing her evolve as an artist. You were mentioning that, Nastia. She consistently puts out new songs and puts on an amazing live show. I saw her last at the KQED Fest earlier this year. Um, and just a reminder that we're talking about the best local music from 2023 with Nastia Voinovskaya, associate editor at KQED Arts, Pandarvis Harshaw, columnist with KQED Arts and host of KQED's Right Nowish podcast. We also have Alan Cesaro, arts and food reporter for KQED, also a poet and who's also a poet and educator. And we have Afterthought in the building, San Francisco rapper and producer. He released the album Communal Healing this past summer. We heard from him live in studio earlier, and we're going to hear more from him live after the break. Um, but before we we get to that, we do have another artist we want to shout out, Maria BC. Um, as we go into the break, just a little quick something about this artist, Nastia. Yeah, just going off the the sci-fi theme, um, Maria BC had an album, Spike Field. So it's actually named after these granite spikes that scientists put over nuclear waste repositories to warn people in the distant future who may not understand our language. So that's really interesting. Um, but yeah, if, if Salami, um, you know, creates these multiverses in space, Maria BC's music is maybe something that you would imagine if you're floating away from the Earth in a, in a spaceship and watching the Earth recede. It's kind of dark and, and it's very moody and, and really get, gets you uh, introspecting on your deepest feelings. <laughs> All right, well, let's float into this break. I'm Ariana Prail in for Alexis Madrigal. We're going to have more live music after the break. You're listening to Forum. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set ten years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. Welcome back to Forum. I'm Ariana Prail in for Alexis Madrigal. We're talking about the best in Bay Area music this year. And here again, live in studio, is Afterthought. When I was screaming, what now? The 
this world it can be cutthroat We feel unseen up in a glass house It's got me feeling we should slow down Slow down when I was screaming what now This world it can be cutthroat We feel unseen up in a glass house It's got me feeling we should slow down Slow down I've been in my mind been mighty quiet lately I watch the tables turn and maybe time can pay me a valuable resource I always seemed to waste Never said a word, but it was written on my face Lessons I would curve, I was standing out of place Back in line with it, back in time with it See young king, so they sold for a designer fit Market and target, there is a darkness Hung above our head like our traumas and hardships It's hard to erase that, few who have faced that Why so many people roam the streets and they stay strapped Who am I to disagree? I would never call the cops, I'd rather die up on my feet my people dying of disease they dying to be free i'm trying to be me i'm trying to be free got me feeling i should slow down crying on my knees i'm screaming what now this world it can be cutthroat we feel unseen up in a glass house it's got me feeling we should slow down slow down when i was screaming what now this world it can be cutthroat we feel unseen up in a glass house it's got me feeling we should slow down, slow down, and I was screaming, what now? The world it can't be cut though. Got me feeling we should slow down, slow down. I was screaming, what now? The world it can't be cut though. Got me feeling we should slow down. I was screaming, what That was the song What Now off the album Communal Healing by Afterthought with Dez on keyboards and Sunday on those vocals. Um, <laughs> Afterthought, thank you so much for being here, for being members of your, your band. Um, can you tell us about this project Communal Healing that we've been hearing from? How would you describe it? What did you set out to do with it? Um, yeah, first of all, thank you all so much for having me. Um, I forever appreciate KQED and amazing journalism y'all do communal healing is a universe that's what i call it and um it brings together these sub universes these pockets of the bay area um and the world at large you know and uh i see a lot of hurt in the world and i'm a musician so the way i heal is through music and i bring community together and we make music and other members of the community contribute in their ways and that's what communal healing means to me you know it's it's like a simple mission statement but a lot of people surpass that simplicity and like lose it you know what I mean yeah so tell us a little bit about what now kind of yeah how that song came to you um so what now is the intro of the project and then the outro is a reprise of the of the uh, the same song and it just it stemmed from uh you know being isolated for so long and um moving back to San Francisco which I had never planned to do and then you know, sort of thinking about what now, right? You know, that's the question that I was asking and I feel like a lot of people were asking, you know, there's a rise in houselessness, there's a rise in addiction, there's a rise in general angst and what do we do now? And um, the answer to that question was community and, and family not a group, which is my collective and Top Chefs, which is my band and just like finding 
a lot of hope in building relationships, tangible relationships, you know, and through that you can change the world, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a, it's an open-ended question for you to answer yourself. And then the album plays and you can think about the different ways that there's almost 60 artists on the album and how they heal, you know, but the whole time you're, you, you should think about what you do now. You know, I'm not gonna, I don't know more than anyone else. So I'm not going to preach like I do, you know, so it's an open-ended question for me to continue to. Yeah, you Thank mentioned God. the the huge number of collaborators on this, and I also noticed on your Instagram they use the classification family style restaurant, <laughs> <laughs> um, and like you said, include chef is, is one of your titles. Um, so, can you talk about yeah that family style ethos just a little bit more, and why it's important to you, and why it was important to have so many collaborators on this particular album? Yeah, honestly, I forgot I had a family style restaurant. That's kind of insane. <laughs> That's insane that I have that, but. Um, yeah, I mean, um, my house uh, that I'm very lucky to still have in San Francisco, you know, thanks to my father being not wanting to sell the family house, you know, um, is like a family-style restaurant, and everybody comes and cooks music and food there. And, you know, uh, obviously food and music are, like, harmonic siblings in terms of, like, how they affect us when we don't have them and when we do have them and when it's something that nourishes us you know whether it's the soul or the stomach but um yeah just i things that bring people together interest me and people that are invested in investing in those things inspire me yeah and who are some of the collaborators that you have i know there's too many to name but i know like you have tongo eisen martin yes um as a poet laureate on there yes. who else can can people hear from? um sunday is featured on one of the standout tracks to me which is love letters um, along with Jada Amani and Gabriel Schungerheimen. Um Yeah, there's there's too many to name. Um, Isaiah Mustafa is someone who's all over the album. He's a very creative soul. And his sister, Marika Sage, and um, his you know brother, Mungo Baby, they appear on a song with me. Um, and that song was made. They Isaiah was just like, can I come over today? And uh, they came over and we cooked. And they're vegan, so... You know, I mean, I was out of my comfort zone because I'm not vegan. <laughs> and we cooked food, and then we made that song um, wow. with this band, Comforting Chaos. And you know, that's that's kind of the moments of the of the album is like, you know, you come together and you make something, and hopefully that something can change other people's perspective on things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, before uh, we let you go, I'd love to hear just your thoughts on how audiences can better support local artists, especially in this age of earning, you know, fractions of cents yeah. on on streams and, and being independent artists. Yeah. yeah. How how can how can we support? How can audience support? Um, well, I, I always say at the end of every show that the audience is the most important part of anything, because otherwise we're just rehearsing, you know what I mean, with lots of lights and stuff like that. So. I would just encourage uh, folks who are going to live music to talk to the artists, you know, um, find a, you know, ask them a way to support them or when, you know, when their next show is, have a conversation with them and um, bring some friends, you know what I mean? And and key other people into these movements and, um, you know, just move, move with your heart. If something compels you, then find a way to support it, you know? Um, I think we're better at that with food. You know, because we eat good food and we're like, this is amazing. I'll pay $20 for this and come back every day. So music feeds us the same way, Mm. you know. So just think about it like that, you know what I mean. 
And that's how I kind of think about my career. It's like, man, I would pay $20 for a sandwich in Frisco right now. So will I pay $40 for this shirt like that I'll wear more than once, you know? It'll yeah. nourish me the same way, so... Well, thank you for those thoughts. And thank you so much for your music this morning. Afterthought, San Francisco rapper and producer. His album is Communal Healing. We've also had Dez on keyboards and Sunday on vocals with us this morning. Thank you all for being here. Thank you. And in conversation with us, we also have members of the KQED arts team, Nastya Wojnowskaya, Pandarvis Harsha, and Alan Cesaro. So kind of on this topic of, of bands as families, and uh, there was an interesting story behind um, another release this year from the Oakland band, The Session. Actually, let's start with a little bit of the music, and then we'll talk about it. Here is the song Hold Me off the album Nowhere by The Session. That was the song Hold Me by The Session. So, Nastia, yeah, what was the story behind this particular release? Yeah, um, so The Session's been a band for over 10 years, um, and they bring together all these really talented instrumentalists, uh, some of whom grew up together. Um, and at the center of the band was a couple, um, Lalin St. Juice and Aki Ohara. Um, and uh, they actually split as a romantic couple in the last few years, but uh, continued as collaborators. And this album, Nowhere, is a really, really beautiful mourning and also rebirth um, of their relationship. Um, I think it sort of reminded me of... Um, it, if you pull like a death card and from the tarot um, and how, you know, at a first glance, people might think, oh, this means something really negative, but it's actually an opportunity for a new beginning yeah. and a closing of, of an old chapter. So yeah. the, the, this record puts that really beautiful, beautifully. And you actually wrote yes, about it for our list. Sorry. <laughs> yes, I was invited to write about them. <laughs> and yeah, the metaphor that, that I landed on was, you know, if kind of the, their relationship was this, uh, kind of a broken vase they put together this really beautiful and thoughtful mosaic from the pieces that created something that was entirely new but but really beautiful and um yeah i was thank you for inviting me to write about that one and the album is is really great i invite folks to listen to that one and just a reminder uh to our audience that this is a fundraising period for kqed public radio and so for more information about how to support kqed you can go to kqed.org i'm ariana prale in for alexis madrigal 
And we have some comments uh, coming in. SF Mama on Discord writes, I'm excited to listen to the Bay Beats playlists. It's a new project by the San Francisco Public Library that collects local music curated by a panel of local musicians and creatives. It's a great way to discover new artists. I actually got to report on that. Um, and yeah, they had their their big release this fall. And so that is available to, to check out Um to check out music. We have Nancy who writes, last summer there was a free concert in downtown Los Gatos that included local and world famous Tony Lindsay playing good classic Bay Area soul, Latin, funk, and R&B. And Martine on Discord writes, I love Susanimal. I really love hearing Susie live and the chill grow chill groove her music finds and that she sings about things like naps which is about my speed these days i saw you nodding your head about Susanimal, nastia yeah yeah she's great um kind of indie pop funk musician um she also had a really really beautiful song um i'm blanking on the title right now but it was about new motherhood um so she offers these really thoughtful reflections well let's go to caller emma in oakland emma you're on Hi, thank you so much for taking my call. Yes, go right ahead. So who's Um, one of your favorite artists, local artists? Yeah, I didn't know if it was cool to shout out your own band, but I'm just going to. Um, So we're called FIFA Fum. We're a math rock experimental band based in Oakland. And most of the songs were written by my partner who has uh, type 1 diabetes. We just released a record, had our uh, album release show at the Stork Club. And it's a beautiful album. We're really excited about it. And the first first track on the album DKA kind of talks about high blood sugar which uh can can make you feel sick and can ultimately kill you and the last uh track on the album is about low blood sugar and what that can mean for you and we'd love for folks to come see us we're excited to be to be playing in the bay and thank you for doing this segment yeah and thanks for for shouting yourself out we appreciate that fifa fo fum thanks emma and let's go to another caller, Scott in San Jose. Scott, you're on. Hey, thanks for taking my call as well. Um, I really appreciate all the music that you're highlighting. Afterthought, the session, uh, Jada Imani was mentioned. Big fan of all those groups. But yeah, I wanted to um, uh, shout out a South Bay band called uh, Frunky Man, like Funky Man with an extra R. They're a uh, funk, soul, hip hop, jazz group. Um, seven-piece band, really, really awesome uh, subject. Their bass player is like, you know, Bay Area Thundercat, like really, really incredible group. Um, just released a couple singles. Um, love that band, and uh, I wish they would get a little bit more more hype. Nice. Well, thank you for shouting them out, Scott. And let's go last caller, Hannah in San Francisco. Hannah, you're on. Hey, Ariana, thanks for having me on here. I wanted to shout out my favorite Bay Area group. They're called Life Size Models. You can find them on Spotify or social media. Five-piece band. They're headed by Twin Brothers. I know the band personally. They work really hard. They just put out some new singles, uh, one of which is called A Way Out. But my favorite is called Bayshore Freeway. Can't beat that local 101 reference, especially having grown up in Palo Alto with that Bayshore Freeway sign. Nice. Well, thank you so much for for shouting them out. And in our last couple minutes, I want to do a little quick round robin with the panel. What is your kind of favorite music moment, local music moment from this past year? Alan, kick us off. Short and sweet. Uh, (laughs) The Russell dropped Omaha, Nebraska, which she recorded in Omaha, Nebraska for his fans in Omaha, Nebraska to start the year. 
Really love that one. Nice. All right, Penn, what about you? My favorite moment of the year was the very start of the Tony 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 concert. With yeah. The opening montage and the very end of the juvenile concert with the let out, cars out front, old schools, and it just felt like Oakland in the 90s. Yes, so good. <laughs> For sure. I'm Not gonna, Stia. <laughs> I'm going to uh, also mention a really, really outstanding live performance I saw at the Blue Note Festival. It's a pretty new festival in Napa. It was in its second year this year. Um, and it it's just this free-flowing festival where all the artists are sort of geeking out on each other. And I saw um, a jazz band led by Robert Glasper where... Rock him and Chance the Rapper met on stage for the first time and then free freestyled together. It was just this incredible moment of synergy. I also have to just co-sign on the Tony Tony Tony. I'm actually wearing the sweatshirt right now that I got there. Loved the Oakland show so much. I was like, I'm gonna go see it in San Francisco too. So I did. Um, Oakland Energy won though. <laughs> um, anyhow, we've been talking about the best local music from 2023 with Nastya Vanovskaya, associate editor at KQED Arts, Pendarvis Harshaw, columnist and host um, for KQED Arts Right Nowish podcast, Alan Cesaro, arts and food reporter for KQED. And we've also had Afterthought, San Francisco rapper and producer in the building with vocal vocalist Sunday and keyboardist Dez. His album is Communal Healing. And we are going to close out with another artist who kind of is on that topic of the introspective uh, lyrics and, and album. Madeline Kenny um, had the album A New Reality Mind. This is her song, Plain Boring Disaster. And I'm Ariana Prail in for Alexis Madrigal. There's more form with Mina Kim after the break. This is form. Funds for the production of KQED's Forum are provided by the John S. and James L. Knight Foundation, the Generosity Foundation, the Germanicos Foundation, and the Heising Simons Foundation. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. 
all over the country. We need to improve reading in Wisconsin. Schools are changing the way they teach reading. I'm calling for a renewed focus on literacy. We have gotten this wrong in New York and all across the nation. And it's happening because of a podcast. I think your podcast has changed my life. And I'm going to share this podcast with everyone I meet. Sold a Story investigates how teaching kids to read went wrong. New episodes of Sold a Story are available now.